0: Hey beautiful souls, what is up? It is episode 91 of Faith Fitness Joy, Unlocking Weight Loss and Understanding Why It Is Not Happening. Today, let's delve into a topic that's close to many of our hearts, weight loss. (laughs) For countless women, shedding those extra pounds can feel like an insurmountable challenge despite doing everything right. So if you're wondering why the scale isn't moving and you're doing all the things that you're supposed to do, then this episode is for you. Join me in episode 91 as we unlock weight loss and get into the different things that may be behind your not getting results. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. up friends and beautiful souls. Welcome to episode 91, 91 of Faith Fitness Joy. If you aren't already, make sure that you like, subscribe, and follow the podcast uh, so that you can catch every new episode. Also, make sure you join the private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group. get all the extras on health of the mind body and soul and then last but of course not least check out my free 30-day training program that i am offering right now um or you can also book a free transformation session with me um, if you want to find out more about the different coaching programs and um courses that i have around your overall health and well-being of your mind body and soul Um, if you are serious, not just curious about reaching your health and fitness goals. So check out the uh, comments if you're catching this on the Facebook, um, page for the links to those. Otherwise they will be in the episode description as always. Also, have you ever thought about having your own podcast? Um, is that something that you've been wanting to do and maybe you don't know where to start? Maybe it's the, uh, software or the technology that kind of like freaks you out or you feel like there's no way you could do it. Well, I have been doing this on my own for uh, almost a year now. Um, I do my own episodes, I record everything. I get asked about it a lot, and so I decided to create a training um, that is designed specifically to help you get your own podcast up and running. So it's everything from the important steps you need to take to conceptualize your podcast and get really clear on everything, all the way to how to record and publish your own episodes. So if that sounds like something you want to do, um, we have kicked that training off, but uh, fret not. You can still access all the content if you do actually get into the training. Um, you have ongoing access to everything. So you can rewatch the training modules, you can access all the workbooks and content and everything you need. Um, So there's no issue if you catch it, you know, if you're coming in later or not. Um, And you'll be able to continue to use all the materials however long you would like to access them. So um, check that out. I will also include the link to that below uh, so you can enroll and get in there if that sounds like something that you are interested in. All right, so um, that is just, that's it for my announcements. Um, So once again, my name is Rochelle Renee. I'm a health coach and healer, and I'm also a blogger and podcaster. And um, today in episode 91, we are talking about unlocking weight loss, specifically really delving into why it's not happening. So um, this may sound familiar. I know this has been the story of my life off and on for the last several years, like you're doing all the things. Um, you're, you know, you're eating the way you're supposed to, or according to whatever plan it is that you're following for whatever goals you have for your fitness and health. You're exercising. You're hydrating. You're doing all this stuff, but that scale is not budging, um, or you're just not getting the results that you want. So why is that happening? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we jump into that, let me just acknowledge, can we acknowledge together that embarking on a healthy lifestyle is not something that you just do in a few weeks or a few days. I feel like I need to say this and repeat it because the fitness industry, there's so many things out there, you know, they sell you like these programs and it's like, you know, get your swimsuit body in six weeks or, you know, um, get beach ready in three, three days or, you know, some craziness. There's always like this timeline and, and, um, these huge promises that they make. And it gets us in this thinking that when we embark on something to lose weight, you know, lose weight or change our body in some other way, that, you know, it's this finite process and, you know, you're going to do it for a certain amount of time and then you're going to get there and you're going to be done. And that's not how it is. It's a lifelong commitment to your well-being. Um, it also is not a linear thing. It's not, you know, it you can you know, make all the efforts, do all the things. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. But many of us, you know, will find that we struggle to lose weight along the way. It's up and down. It's back and forth. You know, like you have life happens and and things might throw you off your game a little bit. They might delay, I don't know, your results or you might not have the best week in terms of how you're eating and things like that. And so it just there's all kinds of factors that go into this. Um, And it's it's just part of it. And it makes a really big difference when you can just acknowledge that up front and before you even get going. So, um, but again, what, what we're talking about today is like when you're, you know, you've been doing everything and for whatever reason, you're just not getting the results. Uh, and I, I know how frustrating that can be. I've been there myself. Uh, it's something that I continuously kind of work through on my, on, in my own journey. It's just part of it. Um, And I think there's a number of different factors, and we'll get into what some of those are. So if this sounds familiar to you, then today's episode is going to help shed some light on that uh, and give you some insights as to what might be going on and some things that you can do. So specifically today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about, first, the possible reasons why you're not losing weight, even though you're exercising and eating right and all those things. Second, we're going to talk about a shift in mindset that is going to make a world of difference for you in navigating this. And then three is some tips for success, some tips for getting you moving forward again. So um, I have been dieting and exercising for 31 years. And it is, it is always weird to say that out loud, but um, it's true. So that doesn't mean that it's always been, you know, this healthy journey for me. Um, in fact, I would say for the most part, it hasn't been uh, for the majority of that time. Um, because the reason that I started all these decades ago, (laughs) um, was actually from an unhealthy obsession that I had with being skinny. Right. Um, I grew up, um, you know, in the, I was a kid in the eighties, I was a teenager in the nineties. And some of you that were around back then may recall, um, what was going on in terms of like, what was trendy, um, the media, the magazines, there was something called heroin chic, which drives me bonkers that that was even a thing. Um, And the idea was like, you know, the models and all of the fashion magazines and everything, like everybody was rail thin. Um, Somehow it was sexy or cool to look emaciated and like you were not in very good health. That was like the thing in the magazines. And it was like the skinnier, the better. And you can imagine what that led to um, for teenage girls um, that were also, you know, being bullied like I was about their weight. Um, so that was kind of where I was when I started with this. So that was my obsession. It was like, just get skinny. Um, if I just got skinny, like everything else would be okay and people would leave me alone. That was my motivation. Um, and so I was 14 years old when I started um, down this path of what has become decades of, of like, you know, diet and exercise. Um, also being that this was in the 90s when I started, it was actually kind of the early 90s at that time. Um, the big thing was low fat diets and lots of cardio. So like there was all kinds of people that were like, you know, starting up running. Running was huge at that time, um, from what I can remember. Um, and then there was, there was, uh, vegetarian diets were big and low fat diets were big. And in my household, we were doing the vegetarian and low fat because my father had had, um, Uh, Later on, a little bit after this point in time, he had had a heart, almost a heart attack. He ended up having to have like a five way bypass. Uh, And so they advised that he be on like a low fat vegetarian diet. So that was kind of what we were all eating at the time. So I started with um, the low fat diet and I lost 40 pounds in four months at this time, um, eating seven grams of fat a day. Like when I say that out loud, it's like, wow. Um, And I was also spending 45 minutes on my mom's ancient super 80s uh, exercise bike that for whatever reason we had kept um, for all those years. So I did that every day after school. That was my first like diet and exercise plan. Um, So while I was initially excited about my weight loss, it didn't stop any of the stuff that was happening to me on a day-to-day basis at school. Uh, And then, of course, I continued to internalize all of that. So um, later in my um, youth, I took it to another extreme um, and I just stopped eating altogether. Um, Or I would be eating like one time a day, uh, as little as I could stand. And so this went on for um, probably about a good year, year and a half. um, And I was it was all just like, you know, just not knowing what else I could do. And again, having this sort of obsession with being thin and losing weight and also being a teenager and trying to figure a lot of it out on my own. Um, So over the years, you know, I would go up and down and um, back and forth like I would go off of like, you know, eventually I, you know, wasn't like not eating anymore. I went back to kind of normal eating um, and then my weight went back up. Um, It was I was always within sort of this average range, but for whatever reason, I was kind of targeted about my weight when I was a kid. Uh, And then, um, that all always sort of, I guess you could say was happening behind the scenes in my mind, even as I got into like, you know, after high school, early twenties. So this went on for decades, I would gain weight back. And then I would eventually jump on the next weight loss bandwagon that came along, you know, whatever fat it was. Like I remember when, um. Like, the kickboxing workouts was a big thing. Like, Taibo had come out. For those of you that are around back then, you might remember that. Billy Banks, Billy Blanks. I still love Taibo. It's fun. Um, so, I, um, I, you know, I was doing that. And then later, I started lifting weights and doing other things. Um, but the point is, like, I was always, you know, trying whatever came out in terms of, like, the next fitness kind of fad, if you will. Uh, so and I would lose weight and I would gain it back and it would go on and on and on and, um, and it would just kind of continue like that. So fast forward to about seven years ago, I shifted my focus from you know, being skinny. Um, at this point, now I've, I have had all three of my kids. My youngest is a baby. Um, so this is about seven years ago. And um, yes, I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to get back to my pre-baby weight. But at this point in time, I was also in a really dark place. Um, I talked about this a little bit in my last episode, so I'm not going to go into to the whole story about that. But, um, you know, I was working full time. I was working in a de- really demanding job. Um, so it was a lot of it was just like a long schedule, like you were kind of always on the clock. It felt like. Um, and then I also had a really long commute. Um, just due to traffic. So I was spending about two hours a day driving back and forth to work. I was working uh, upwards of 50 hours a week, sometimes 70 to 80 hours, depending on what was going on at work. and um, I was overweight. I was overwhelmed. I was just stressed out. And I, I just was burned out. And I felt like so just disconnected from myself. And I, So, yes, I wanted to lose the weight. And in a lot of ways, I felt like if I did, like it would fix everything. Like I had this, you know, it was like, oh, that's the silver bullet. If I just lose weight, you know. Um, But it wasn't just about this at that point in time. It was also about like, I need to feel better. Like I can't, I can't be this person. I can't be like this shell of myself for like, I want, I want to give better version of me to my kids. Right. So that was what was starting to come into my motivation and that was a big shift because you know for like i said all these other decades and all over all this other time it had always been more about like just getting to this impossible standard i had in my mind of what i should look like so now with my focus on health coupled with you know also realizing i needed to find out why um, like how i could feel better overall uh, and, and recognizing that I needed to clean up things like my mindset um, and the way I was talking to myself because it was very negative and I was very hard on myself. And for whatever reason, at this point, I finally realized like, I this isn't serving me. Like, I need to figure out how to change this. Um, so as I did that, and as I leaned into that and pursued ways to feel better overall, including with my physical well-being, I just gradually moved out of this sort of like obsessive, self-punishing mindset um, and this sort of punishing approach to weight loss that came with it which i think a lot of women um fall in this trap of and and maybe it's not just women it's just i guess i'm just speaking from my own experience and a lot of people i know and other women that that i know have gone through a lot of this same stuff right um and it is it's like it, it it's like we are get obsessed with cardio and we get this mindset that like the harder we beat ourselves during our workouts like the better we're gonna look and the more fit we're gonna be and um the more we deprive ourselves the better it is we'll get we'll get healthier we'll get leaner and when we can't live up to that like when we can't sustain that for a long time we start to beat ourselves up right and it's just it's so toxic Uh, And I lived like this for so long, and I I just never saw it that way until I started to integrate these other things around mindset and and the inner work and the healing work that I do um, that I've also integrated into all of my programs. Um, So through all that, I was finally able to establish a healthy and sustainable lifestyle that, yes, includes exercise and good nutrition, um, but it's driven more – my motivation now is more around – investing in my health and my future well-being, right? Because I want to live a long life. I want to be healthy for as long as I can. I want to be independent as long as I can. I don't want my kids to end up, like, having to, like, take care of me if my health starts to deteriorate or if I'm not able to maintain my independence or anything like that. Um, But I also want to look and feel my best, right? Like, I mean, don't we all? Um, So, one thing that all these decades of diet and exercise has taught me, regardless of what was motivating me, is that it's not a straight line, right? Um, You can be doing all the things and still not get the results that you want. Uh, So even through a lot of this, like, um, you know, it 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 may seem impossible, but I know this is gonna resonate for other people because I'm not the only one that has had this happen where, um, you know, I will be in, I've been in um, like a really, pretty steep deficit, like where I was eating a 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day while I was also working out about the same amount that I work out now, not only would I not lose weight after a point, like I would get stuck, but I would actually start gaining weight and not, not going off my diet. So there's some other stuff that happens that sits at play here that we need to look at. And that's one of the things that we're going to be getting into a little bit today. Um, and so again, you can be doing all the things and still not get the results that you want. And, um, this is because despite what, you know, the fitness industry or even the health industry would have you believe it's not as simple as eat less and move more all the time, right? There's, there's other stuff that will come into play. Um, and there's like this, I don't know what, like this, um, I don't know what you call it, but it's like, you know, you're just not going hard enough or you just must be not dieting enough or whatever. And that's not true um, because other stuff can be um, affecting it. So let's get into what might be keeping you from losing weight and what some of that looks like. So first again, possible causes for not losing weight. So the first one, and this is what I have been really focused on in the last couple of years, I would say is the stress and cortisol. Um, one, one significant, but often overlooked factor in that hinders our weight loss is chronic stress, which I mean, most of us I think are in some state of chronic stress just from our society, our culture, our lifestyle that we kind of have to live, right? Like, um, to work and, uh, balance being a parent, um, you know, for the most part, I don't know. I grew up in, I was in California for most of my life. I've been in Montana for the past year and a half. But, um, you know, I, I don't know where you can live without having two incomes in the household. And if you don't, it's really difficult um, financially. Um, and then trying to be a parent within that little window of time that you're not at work and, and like all of this stuff, right? And then juggling all the things with your kids and your family and your job. It, we are all pretty stressed out. Um, and our bodies, when we're in these states of chronic stress, release cortisol, which is basically a hormone that promotes fat storage. That's, that's essentially one of the things that it does. Um, a lot of people think of it as the fat storage hormone. Um, and it actually promotes the storage of fat around the midsection in particular. So high cortisol levels can also increase cravings for things that aren't so healthy for us um, calorically dense foods. And, um, to combat this, it's really important to find ways to reduce your stress. Um, so looking at things like stress management, in addition to, you know, eating well, um, and exercising, because if you're not dealing with that stress, you're kind of working uphill, like you're working, uh, it's like running against the current or, or swimming against the current kind of a thing. Um, because it's happening in the background, your brain like you're always in this state of stress from you know just trying to keep up with everything and that that background thinking that happens with that um, so some things that can help are like meditation deep breathing exercises spending time in nature like finding ways to reduce your stress finding ways to help yourself relax um, so that is really important hormonal imbalance is another thing that can come into play and a lot of this is actually related to the stress and cortisol, but it can also, there's other hormones that can be affected and come into play. Um, And so these other hormones that are part of our metabolism and that help us regulate things like our appetite and when we feel full and things like that. And there's different conditions that can affect it like PCOS, polycystic ovaries, ovary syndrome. Like, you know, I know that's, um, a lot of women do struggle with that and that can also affect um, your ability to lose weight. You know, I've known a lot of people in my family and friends who, you know, they do all the things, but because they have PCOS, like it is really hard for them to lose weight. So that's another thing to look at and see, you know, what you can, um, work with your doctor around to help with that. There's also, you know, thyroid disorders and other imbalances of our hormones like estrogen and progesterone. Um, so these things get, out of balance and it can make weight loss challenging. So if you're able to get your hormones checked, um, that is, it's worth taking a look um, to see if you can kind of get to the bottom of what is happening and what your doctor might recommend um, you for, you know, to help you get it back in balance. Um, you can also research some of that and see um, what you can do to balance it out because there's there's a lot of things you can do with lifestyle. Uh, because I know for myself it was, like it was really hard for me. I haven't been able to really get a doctor to like, you know, test them um, and give me results, at least not without out of pocket. So if that's the case, you you might end up like me having to go the other route of trying to um, find out how you can bring things into balance through other means like what you're eating, um, your exercise and some other like habits that we'll talk a little bit more about. Um, another thing that happens is emotional eating. So even when you're doing all the things, you might run into times where you just feel hungrier, um, or you, you start craving stuff. Um, and you start to turn into food to comfort yourself during these times of stress or sadness or boredom. Um, and it can, it can sabotage weight loss because it causes us to consume excess calories. And this can happen even if you're, not necessarily eating like bad foods when you're doing this because it, if if you're not truly hungry and you're, you're eating out of this um, like emotional state or boredom or something like that, like technically you're kind of consuming excess calories because you're not really, it's not like your body is truly like needing it. It's more of an emotional um, triggered type of a thing. Um, so that's something else to look at. Um, and starting to become more mindful about how you eat. Like so being present when you're eating, which is a really great way to do that, is to not multitask when you eat. Um, which took me a long time to break that habit. I, I was pretty notorious for that when I was working. Um and, you know, I'd sit at my desk and I would keep working and, and eat my lunch and stuff like that. Sometimes I would do that um in the evenings depending on like if um you know whatever was going on at work and trying to keep up on some kind of project that was happening or whatever um so being more aware and being present and focusing on just eating is another um way to mitigate this um and then you know being aware of your emotions and finding ways to allow yourself to process them um, and allow yourself to feel them and work through them is really important. So, um, that can be things like journaling. It can be things like talking to one of your friends, um, or just getting in, um, to some sort of a hobby that helps calm you down or helps like, um, reduce some of the intensity of those emotions, whether it's artwork, um, maybe it's knitting or sewing or something. Um, so some of those types of things. And one of my earlier episodes is called, um, I think it's like Seven Steps for Healing Emotional Triggers is a good one to check out if you want to dive deeper into how to do that um, because it really helps you become more emotionally aware and helps you with that emotional intelligence piece as well as how to work through it so that you can kind of quit repeating that pattern if that's something that resonates for you as, as a possible reason or as something that you are experiencing as well. Uh, another one is lack of sleep. So sleep deprivation disrupts our hormones. That's the short story. Um, and that can lead to all kinds of other issues with our hunger. Because again, if your, if your hormones get out of whack, then it's going to affect everything else related to your metabolism, your appetite, um, energy levels. And so it's going to you know, drive hunger levels. It's going to drive satiation levels. And all of that's going to affect your weight loss. So um, this is another thing I think a lot of people um, are not necessarily so great at, um, myself included for many years, just not getting enough sleep. Um, Sometimes it's almost like it's some sort of cultural badge of honor to like operate on as little sleep as you can, um, and it's just not good. It's not doing you any favors. So um, ideally you wanna aim for a minimum of seven hours up to nine hours of sleep every night and recognize that everybody's different. so if you feel like you need more sleep then you need more sleep and that's fine and if you feel like seven hours is sufficient then you know listen to your body on this but um, I think a lot of us are more in the you know six or less hours of sleep. Uh, I know I did that for a long time and so you want to you want to um, improve your sleep habit and make sure you're getting an adequate amount of sleep. And then another thing that affects us is unrealistic expectations. Um, So, uh, rapid weight loss uh, or programs that promise these quick fixes that I mentioned earlier, you know, yes, it sounds great when you are at that point where you're like, oh, I'm ready to lose the weight or I'm ready to, you know, do the damn thing. And then you, you know, you're all motivated and fired up. And so you find these things, but they're, it, you can't make a statement like that that's gonna work for everybody because everybody's at a different a different place. You can't tell people, oh, you know, get beach ready in six weeks. Well, if you have fifty pounds to lose, you're not gonna be there in six weeks. You know, that's only gonna work for people that have pretty lower amount of weight to lose. Um you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the point is, it's just, it's not, you can't say something like that, that's going to apply and work for everybody. And then it sets people up for this expectation that isn't realistic. And then a lot of times you get into these programs and you find out that like what you have to do to achieve those results is not sustainable. So then what happens after that six weeks, when you're like, I'm over, living on broccoli and chicken or whatever it's got you doing, right? So you wanna keep that in mind and find something that you know is going to work for you and that you can sustain long-term because this is a lifestyle. It is not something you're gonna do for a few weeks unless you only want the results for a few weeks. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is the shift in mindset. And I touched on this a little bit earlier when I was sharing a little bit about my own story. Because before getting into the different things that you can do, I want to invite you to revisit and be honest with yourself about why you want to lose weight or transform your body. Because I know for some folks it may not be losing weight, they might want to gain some muscle mass, whatever it is. But what is the motivating factor for you? Um, And be honest with yourself about what it is. Is it Is it truly like because you want to improve your health or is it more like I want to look a certain way and you're trying to live up to a standard or expectation Um, and just be aware of it and be honest with yourself about it. And then, you know, depending on what the answer is for you, um, if it's like mine, if it's what mine was for decades where it was like this unhealthy obsession with trying to achieve a standard that quite frankly, I am not physically capable of achieving no matter what I do because I am not built that way, um, then, you know, look at that and, um, think about, you know, how you can shift that mindset. So if you're driven by this unhealthy obsession, like I was, um, it's going to color how you move forward and it's going to make it a really painful process for you. Um, and I've learned the hard way that that is not worth it and it's not sustainable and it doesn't, I don't, I don't know what the rewards were because even when I got to the weight that I thought I should be at, I couldn't see it because I hadn't done anything about my mindset. I hadn't addressed like, you know, the fact that I had a very unhealthy motivating factor f- behind it. So um, just sit with that and, and think about what that means for you and what it looks like for you. Um, and the reason I think this is so important, um, there's many reasons actually, and it's it's too many for me to get into in this episode, but I will say um, doing this and being honest with yourself and shifting it to something healthier, if you will, is going to make a world of difference in maintaining a healthy lifestyle long-term um, and feeling better overall beyond your weight, um, what size you wear or any of those things. So, Shifting your focus from reaching a certain number on the scale, uh, from being a certain size, um, or looking like whoever you think you need to look like, um, to looking and feeling better and improving your health and getting your body in the best health and shape that your body is capable of achieving. The rest is going to fall into place, but it is a huge difference when you are driven by that versus trying to chase some standard that isn't even, likely isn't even really your ideal or what you really want. It's something that you were taught from, you know, all these different images and standards of beauty and all the stuff that we're we're brought up with. Um, So just, I just feel like that's such an important piece to all of this that is often overlooked. um, And a lot of times we are motivated by the things that are not, it's just not necessarily a healthy motivator. Um, so I wanted to mention that. And then the last thing is just some tips for success. So how what can you do as you look at the different possible things that might be behind why you're not getting the results you want? What are there some things you can do along these lines? Um, so the first thing is to nourish your body as opposed to dieting or deprivation, right? So again, this is what I talked about at the beginning. I started off with this very punishing approach. Um, for decades I did this, you know, it was like going from diet to diet to program to program um, and, you know, sheer will and uh, just willing myself through these miserable diets. Like, I mean, I did the low carb thing for like four years and I was miserable. Um, and it took me four years to lose about 50 pounds and it took me what felt like five seconds to gain it back and all I added back in was fruit and whole grains. So, I mean, that to me is not a realistic or sustainable thing if that's what happens when you get sick of it and whatever, that's a whole other tangent, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, shifting the focus to giving your body fuel and nourishing your body, um, which is, you know, consuming whole nutrient dense foods that fuel your body and support your overall health. It doesn't mean you have to, um, be perfect all the time and you can't ever enjoy other stuff. In fact, when you do this consistently, most of the time, you're going to be able to enjoy other things and it's not going to like totally blow your results or ruin all your progress. Um, but you, you know, keeping in mind that your body has certain needs, it's, um, it needs fuel, especially if you're working out and you're, you're doing some of the other aspects of, Living a healthier lifestyle, then you need to give your body the proper fuel that it needs to do that and to maintain it. Um, And not just looking at it as calories in, calories out, right? Um, Because you can easily eat a thousand calories of complete crap and not be nourishing your body well. And then you're still going to be hungry a lot of times because you're not eating anything that's nutrient dense. So um, shifting your focus and perspective to that can make a huge difference. And over time, it might take longer than the six weeks um, that some of these programs promise, but it's gonna be sustainable and it is going to actually transform your body in the long run when you consistently eat in a way that is giving your body proper nutrition and fuel. The second thing is exercise. Now, yes, you can lose weight and you can transform your body without exercise, assuming that you're fueling your body and and eating a nutrient-dense diet but there's other benefits to exercise aside from, you know, looking a certain way. Um, and so that's a really important component to include for any healthy lifestyle. There was a study, um, I want to say it was in 2017 and I forgot where it came from, but, um, I, it just stuck with me, this one thing that they found, which was that Um, The effects of not exercising is worse for your health than smoking. And that just blows my mind. Um, But it makes sense because I don't think we were meant to be as sedentary as the lifestyle that a lot of us live. Um, So physical activity is really important. And it doesn't have to be, um, again, these crazy punishing types of workouts. You can find ways to get exercise that you enjoy. Whether it's walking every day um, with a friend or um, dancing or whatever it is there's ways to find things that you enjoy doing that are good for your body and that are going to help you get you know that physical exercise it's good for your heart Um, it's good for your overall um, well-being it especially if you're incorporating weightlifting in fact i would say any workout exercise routine that you're going to build you want to include strength training Um, it's going to help with your mobility. It's going to help with your balance. It's going to prevent things like bone breakage. When you get older, as you age, it's going to help you recover. If you do fall and injure yourself in some way, um, there's just so many benefits to physical exercise, especially strength training. So make sure that this includes, um, some type of, of strength training in your exercise routine and focusing on building and maintaining muscle mass. Um, another um, tip and something that is going to help you a lot is to be self-compassionate. So being kind to yourself throughout your weight loss journey, um, celebrating your progress, no matter how small it might seem to other people. It's not about other people. It's about your journey and what you're trying to achieve. Um, and forgive yourself for setbacks and try not to let it turn into that all or nothing thing that so many of us do where it's like, oh, I had that cookie. Well, I blown it now. I might as well just forget it. You know, no. So you had a cookie move on you know get back on track and um, just continue eating according to plan the rest of the day. Um, so and give yourself grace you know you're human maybe you had a bad day you wanted a cookie so what? it's not the end of the world right So giving yourself that compassion and, and grace um, and just remember you're on a journey toward better health and well-being. It's not about perfection. it's about you know the long haul and maintaining and building a healthy lifestyle that takes time and there's going to be ups and downs uh, and along those lines, the next thing is self-love and acceptance at every stage of your journey. Um, I've talked about this in previous episodes. It is not going to matter how much weight you lose. It's not going to matter what the scale says, what measurements you have, what size you wear. If your inner dialogue and the mindset that you have around the way you look, like in my case, I've had body dysmorphia for most of my life. It's something I still have to work through, Um, and if you don't become aware of it and you don't start changing the way you're talking to yourself in your mind about your body, about the way you look or any other aspect of yourself, it's not going to matter what you accomplish or achieve because you're never going to be able to see it because your, your internal dialogue is all about like, you know, self-deprecation and negative self-talk. So, become aware of that and really focus on cleaning up your inner dialogue if this applies to you. I know it's not necessarily everybody's thing. Um, but, like I said, I speak from experience. And so, um, even when I was at my leanest, I literally had people telling me that I was too thin and I needed to eat something, which I couldn't even wrap my head around having been bullied about my weight most of my life. Um, I still would look in the mirror and cry because I didn't like the way I looked. Um, And that's because I hadn't addressed the mindset part of it. So um, that is something that's really important. Start speaking love and life to yourself. Start to become aware of your thinking and how you're talking to yourself. And start to get really vigilant um, or diligent. (laughs) Start to get really diligent about how you're talking to yourself. You know, ask yourself, would I say this to my daughter or my son or my mom or my sister? Probably not. So don't say it to yourself. Um, and start to speak love and life to yourself, even if you don't believe it right now. Um, But don't stand in the mirror and pick yourself apart. Stand in the mirror and build yourself up and, you know, like speak it into existence if that's what you need to do. There's no shame in that. Um, It's far better than cutting yourself to shreds in the mirror. Um, So that's another thing I think is really important to keep in mind. And in fact, I think it's like, I would say it's even more important than what you're doing with regard to how you're eating or even exercising, because if you don't clean up the, the mindset, it's kind of all for naught, um, because all, everything else will fall in place around that, um, because your whole perspective will change, your whole outlook will change, um, so it's super important. And then the last thing is um, finding social support, right? So it helps a lot if you don't feel like you're alone on your journey. It helps a lot if you have yourself a little tribe that is doing the same thing, working towards the same goals. This doesn't have to mean that you have to have somebody to work out with you if that's not an option for you um, or anything like that. But, um, you know, the online world, that's one of the beauty like the the pros of it is that there's there's access to these groups and people out there that are also you know doing the same thing so you have places where you can find like-minded people who uplift and encourage you on your journey there's all kinds of groups that are focused on health and weight loss and fitness um i have a private facebook group called faith fitness joy you're welcome to um request access to that and get in into that group that's one such place but like i said there's a lot of different ones as well um, it's just finding that space for yourself um, and finding that group of people, because it really does help um, to have other people cheering you on and to cheer other people on. It also helps you. Um, and then another option is to look at, you know, coaching, working with a coach, um, depending on, you know, where you are. Um, I know for me, I've done this a couple times in my journey and it helped me a lot. Um, there's been times I've been able to, you know, get results on my own and do things on my own and that's cool too, but, um, it can really make a difference to have somebody helping guide you, um, somebody that you can talk through about your progress or what's not working. Um, so that's something else to consider. Um, I have a number of programs that are either group coaching programs, or I also have one-on-one private coaching, um, available through, um, my business. So that's also something that, um, I have, available if you wanna look into that. Um, but like I said, there's a number of options out there. Um, but they'll, I'll have the links for my free transformation session in there where you can um, you and I can sit down and connect and talk about what your goals are, what you've tried, what you haven't, and see if it's a fit or if not, I can help with giving you some next steps that you can move along forward and get yourself you know making progress towards your goals. Um, And then I also have a free 30-day training program that I mentioned at the beginning um, that you can also um, just give it a try and see how you like doing the workouts and how you like the nutrition plan um, and also get access to the Facebook group. So, um, you know, if nothing else coming out of this episode and all the things I talk about here, you know, losing weight is it can be a complex and challenging journey. But understanding the factors that can be coming into play with your progress and that are, you know, potentially what are keeping you from getting the progress that you want is the first step towards success because now you have some things you can look at and um, tinker with to see if that makes a difference and gets you unstuck or starts to get the, the scale going in the direction you want to see it. Um, And then addressing these underlying issues and adopting healthy lifestyle habits, showing yourself compassion along the way, you can start to unlock the door to sustainable um, health and a sustainable lifestyle that you can maintain over time, over your life, that isn't going to feel like punishment or struggle or, you know, just not realistic with everything you have going on in your life. So remember, you are capable of you are worthy and you are deserving of a healthy lifestyle. So here's to your journey to becoming the best version of you in your mind, your body, and your soul. So if you're ready to get started, again, find the link uh, in the comments if you're on the Facebook or in the episode description for the 30-day training program, completely free, um, or you can get in on a free transformation session with me. Um, So check those links out if that's something you are looking to do. So that is all I have for you for today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. Um, I really hope that this has given you some insight about why um, you're not getting the results despite doing all the things and some things that you can start to look at doing to try to move that needle, so to speak. As always, thank you for joining me today and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook, or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer Lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.